Blog Talk Radio.
also we're on the World Wide Web social media, and we're on the World Wide Web blog talk radio. If you're looking at this Facebook Live and or listening to it by blog talk, please tag a family member, a friend, please share. I want to talk about um, Veterans Day. I said earlier on Facebook blog talk that I am not a wife of a veteran. I'm not a veteran, but I'm the daughter of a veteran. I'm the sister of a veteran. I'm a cousin of a veteran. I'm an auntie of some veterans. Also, I'm just going to say family member of some veterans. Also, I have friends that are veterans. So for all of those that are veterans, here is my white rag saying, Happy Veterans Day. Um, I don't I don't mean that in a, a derogative or bad. I'm just letting you know I surrender love to you, and I thank you for your service. You know, a lot of people say, well, Veterans Day and Memorial Day <coughs> is the same, but it's not. Memorial Day was May 31st. It was set aside for, to, for the memorial. I can't say the word correctly, for the memories to uh, memorialize the soldiers that have gave their lives, that had died for us, for America. That's Memorial Day. Veterans Day is for those that died and the ones that are still living, that we need to make sure we recognize and honor our veterans. I saw a cousin of mine on um, messenger, he sent me a message. His name is Foster Carter. Uh, Quarter. I'm going to make sure I say it right. It's Order with the C on the front of it. Quarter. Um, he lives in California. He was um, from Chicago. And like he said, when he was a teenager, he lied on his birth certificate. He forged it, in other words to get into the Army, to get out of the streets of Chicago because he was fighting in the war that had the endings of hell, jail, death, drugs, gangs. And, but he said that none of them had benefits. So he went into the military, and he said the military saved his life. Now, I said that to say to someone, that's listening, that needs to hear this for themselves or family members or loved ones, you may have to go into the military to save your life, or you can go for educational reasons or whatever the reason it is, but there's benefit to going into the military. And when I think about all the years that I worked at county and I would see how we would have military people come through, walking through of different branches, I would stop, even though I don't know the correct way to salute, but I would salute hoping it was the correct, correct way. I don't know if my hands supposed to be like this or whatever, but they knew what I meant. And I would say, thank you for your service. And I would say, can I give you a hug? But a lot of them were young. And to look at the young people that are away serving our country for our rights that we have seem to not, how can I put it, um, be serious about, really understand, because majority of us haven't been out of the country and don't know what it's like in other places where you can't say what you want. You can't do what you want. You can't go nowhere winning wherever you want to. You can't act like you want. And you have to show respect on all levels, at all places, at all times. And there's a curfew for when you could go in, come out, and how many children you can have. And on top of that, it's preferred for a certain sex of child, of son over daughter, or daughter over son. You don't, we don't know that because, see, some of us only heard about it, uh, ignored it, we ain't read it. Majority of us didn't read it in a book. You know, they said you want somebody to know something, tell it. But if you want them to find out for themselves or know it in another way, put it in a book. You ain't got to worry about it because they won't read it. 
that, that don't get mad at me. I'm just telling you what I heard. I'm telling you what I heard. So I began to say, okay, Lord, how do I tie Veterans Day into your word? And I started thinking about it. The Bible calls it men of valor, hmm. warriors. These are our warriors. These are our men and women of valor. Oh, you might want to say, well, what, what does a woman have to do with it? Oh, you better get in the book. Hmm. You better get let me Let me look at her name. Uh-huh. I wanted to make sure I had it right, which I know is Deborah. Uh-huh. Look at the book of Judges, Deborah, where the valid men say, <clears throat> if Deborah don't go, I won't go. I talked about Deborah a long time ago, but today is a good day to talk about her again. Deborah was not just a warrior. She was not just valid. She was not just a soldier. She was a mother. She was a wife. She was a woman. But she was a woman that had got great respect from her soldiers that not only was willing to follow her, but on another note, die for her. So that that's just something I'm putting out there because I'm a I'm a Deborah. I'm a woman. I'm a soldier. Not in the army, but in the army of the Lord. So when I was looking up who would the Bible call valid men, we know who we call valid men of warriors and soldiers. It's our loved ones, families and friends, our neighbors, people we heard about, the people they talk about on the news. We know those are who we call. But the Bible calls Joshua. A warrior. The Bible calls Gillian a warrior. The Bible calls Samson a warrior. The Word of God in the Bible calls Jonathan a warrior. Saul a warrior. David a warrior. David's men warriors. Because after David had killed Goliath, who was considered to be a warrior for the other side, David's men went after the other men and took care of their business. So when we talk about warriors and the natural, we also want to talk about the warriors, warriors of the spirit. Jesus Christ is a warrior. He gave his life for us. Not only did he fight in the natural realm where he was making sure we understood his path, his reason for being here, and the um, reason that he came. He also had to fight and war in a spiritual realm where he didn't, if it was up to Jesus, Jesus would have said, I ain't going to do this. But he said, God, take this couple for me, but not my will, thy will. So, we have to get back to recognizing what, what all I'm trying to say about giving honor to the veterans. We got to ignore them for what they have done. We have to make sure America honor our veterans for what they have done. If you read in the Bible and you go back and look at uh, how warriors were put away if they gave the, the ultimate gift how the warriors were provided for once they came back from war, how the people took care of them, how the government took care of them. We, we would go about things a lot different. We have a, uh, we live in a country, I, I'm, I'm going to say it, that seems to be a little backwards right now. You won't take care of your homeless here. You won't take care of your veterans here. Now, the veterans are standing in a place of emotional need, physical need, mental need, financial need, and living 
they need to need for livability, like house, furniture, clothes, food, lights, gas, even cell. I'm not going to say the health care because they can go to the veteran hospital. So even the hospital is for the veteran, but that needs that system needs to be worked on. I know what I hear people say about what they need done for the veteran hospital. Those are our people of honor. I had wrote down something, and I'm trying to look at it. Um, the Veterans Day was called something else. I'm trying to see, did I write it down right? I'm a tr- I'm, I can't, can't even understand my own writing. But it was uh, back in 1919 where when the fighting had stopped with World War One in 1918, they decided in 1919 um, to celebrate. And 1935, Congress had came in also to honor our veterans. Mm-hmm. I re- in um, 1954. The World War Two, the Korean War, <clears throat> they decided to change it from what they called it before. I, I, they were, I just, the word on the tip of my tongue, I just can't say it. I'm sorry. Changed it to Veterans Day. In uh, 1982, President Reagan made it an annual national event. I hear some people say, me and my sister was talking about it, why is it that they, it's not recognized by all companies as a national holiday? I heard some people say, oh, I don't get that day off, or I don't get that as a holiday. They don't get holiday pay or anything because it's not considered only with the government. But they will celebrate Halloween. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They'll celebrate Halloween. And they'll celebrate great other little holidays. But when something comes to honoring our veterans, they don't want to celebrate that because I guess maybe they'll say it's going to cost something. And what I wrote down, November 11, 1978, uh, Gerald Ford brought it back to be notified as veterans. My sister, I look at her when she left here in 1985 to be a soldier. I watched her over the years. When my sister, when she went to the Army, said, I'm not going to talk about anybody else. I'm going to talk about what I saw. What I saw was when my sister went to the Army, um, she was petite, you know, inside. She was like my height. She wasn't that short at all. She was just inside petite, very soft-spoken. Um somebody came to her with a conflict or came to her in a certain kind of way, I'm sorry, her favorite line was, can't we just all get along? So, no, Rodney Rodney King wasn't the first one I heard say that. She was was like, why can't we just all get along? Can't we all get along? She didn't want to fight or anything. But I watched her over the years that she spent in the Army. Now, mind you, she left in 1985. Mm-hmm. This is 2003. She just came back to the Midwest. Now, in between, she didn't visit and everything, but all while she was gone and came back, guess what I always saw her wear? Camouflage. She talked about her fatigue. She has on her hat. She has on her shirt. She has on her coat. She has on her pants. She would wear her boots. 
I put on Facebook today, I believe if they made an after-five dress with some heels on it or uh, kitty heels now or whatever you want to call them, but back there, the stilettos, in a ballroom dress and camouflage, she will buy it and wear it too. And I say all that to say because not only is she a soldier for the Lord in the spirit realm, she's also a soldier for our country. I see in her the pride she takes in saying, yes, soldier for the United States of the Army, the military. I see how she salutes and how she acknowledges and she wears her veteran's hat. And when she sees other veterans, I see how they honor one another. I see the pride that she walks in. I see the pride that she talks about and the way she talks about the country she fought for, the country she lives in, the country she loves. She takes pride in that like she do when she talks about her family. So I'm saying it like that to say when she talks about being a soldier, she talks about it like being a family member. So when we see these veterans, we need to honor, recognize, respect, love, and support these veterans. We don't ignore them. Don't pity them. Don't look down on them and say they need to get a job. They had the best job in the world, and we don't even respect it because the job they took on was protecting our rights, that we shall be able to do what we want to do. They want to sag their pants. They want to stand outside. Y'all know what I'm talking about. They want to do this, do that. We have that right. The thing they don't get when they come home is respect. Recognize, acknowledge, provision. They don't get the things that they were promised. Ah, it's some things I would love to say, but because my sister didn't release me to say it, I won't. But I look, I look at how they come back and the help that they need for help. I look at how. Some of them come back and they can't sleep at night. Uh, I had a friend growing up when we were kids. We were teenagers. His name was Stanley Reed. And I remember we were sitting on the front porch on our at our house on Walnut Street. And me and Stanley were very close. He was one of my closest friends in the neighborhood. I love Stanley like a brother. And he came down to the house one day and and we just had fun all that day. He said, we're going to have fun all this week. I didn't think it was going to be from any other week. And I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he waited till that Friday to tell me. I said, well, what are we going to do? We was talking like we're going to go next week and go play ball at the gym, or we're going to go play volleyball, we're going to go do this, this. He said, well, Renee, um, next week I'm not going to be here anymore. And I was like, what? Y'all moving? He said, well, I am. And I said, what you talking about, Stanley? Where are you going? He said, I'm going to the Army. And when he said that, my heart dropped because this was the first young man I considered as my god brother. Named Stanley Reed. He stayed in 3,400. We stayed in 3,500. And when Stanley went away to the military, I can honestly say I was lonely because I was missing my friends. We laughed every day together. We talked every day together. We played every day together. I was a tomboy. Me and Stanley just had so much fun. But when Stanley came back so many years later, he wasn't Stanley. He wasn't my friend anymore. I lost my friend. He didn't know me. And me and this young man grew up together. And it broke my heart. To this day, I think about Stanley all the time because he was my friend. And he needed to leave to 
save himself from the neighborhood. I don't know what happened to Stanley. I don't know what he saw. I don't know what he went through. But I just know he didn't get the help he needed when he came back. I hope I don't get in trouble, but if so, I trust God. Our government should be ashamed of themselves for not taking care of our people, our veterans. They should be ashamed of themselves for not providing and giving them what they need. They should be ashamed of themselves for not standing up and asking them, what can I do, or, or just paying attention to them to see. They should be ashamed of themselves. Now, I'm talking about what I lost with a friend. Could you imagine his mom, his parents? Could you imagine his siblings? He came back, but he was not the man that left. Not saying that they would come back being the person that left, but when I tell you, man, this young man was close. I'm talking about childhood friends. And anybody in they grew up over there where I grew up, or you can even think about it in your neighborhood. Man, the block parties, the the, the get-togethers, the we used to go to the park this way and play ball and go to the school ground, go to the swimming pool, just up and down the tag, the fire hydrant, just the things we did, we were close. We were close. Very good friends. We could go to each other's house. We, a lot of us didn't even ring the doorbell or knock on the door. We just walked in, hey, 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 because that's the kind of community we grew up in. And when my friend went away and came back, but he didn't come back. When my sister went away and came back, and I looked at the way she moved and the things that um, I pay attention to, I don't say anything a lot because I know we got older, but our government should be ashamed of themselves. We as people should be ashamed of ourselves for not insisting that they take care of our veterans. Oh, the stores that put this on sale and that on sale for the different parties you can give and the different plates and cups and silverware and uh, tablecloths and all kind of stuff, excuse me, decorations you can buy and put up. Why is it our veterans? only get celebrated one day out of a year that holds over 360-some days. They get one day. They fought for our country from the time they enlisted and went away. You could say every day of their life because from that day, that was a new day from from then on. They have been fighting for us ever since that day. Why haven't they been celebrated? every day? Why haven't they been recognized every day? Why haven't they made sure that their provisions are made perfect? They should not have to fight for their benefits. You went away to fight and then you come back and fight the biggest fight of all to make sure your country and your people that you fought to have the rights they have you done right? What kind of sense is that? I'm not even going to really too much talk about the immigrants. They coming over here with a silver platter, silver fork, silver spoon, silver knife, and you feeding them filet mignon, and you won't even give them a Vienna sausage without, oh, you have to, let me just show you. Sir, ma'am, you have to fill out this stack of papers. And then when you get through, you fill out these stack of papers. Then when you get through, you fill out these stack of papers. Then when you get through, oh. We're going to send this to you in the mail so that you can be noticed, noticed to be qualified. If you don't like the decision, you can appeal it. What kind of mess is that? I may seem like I'm all over the place today because I want you to know something. That's how our veterans feel, like they're all over the place. They should not come back wanting. Remember the promises that was made to them when they enlisted. 
I remember they used to show the commercials. I haven't seen one in a while. I don't know if you've seen one. Please let me know. They used to have commercials on TV that says to join the military. We're looking for a few good men. Mm. The military, the Air Force, the Army, the Navy, the Marines. We're looking for a few good men and women. If you want to go away and go to school, come on, join us. We'll give you this amount for education. We'll give you this bonus. We'll give you this. We'll give you that. And you'll get uh, rights and you'll get health care. You'll get this. Mm. Why aren't they publicizing that anymore? Uh I'm saying don't go recruiting somebody, making a mandatory uh, enlistment. Don't do that. Because, see, it was a time where they did that, but it was a time where some people joined because they knew that it would save their life. And I'm saying that it may sound like I'm contradicting myself, but I'm not. Because, see, if they go away to fight a war, it's going to give them benefits to keep from fighting the war that they're living in every single day. The benefits should outweigh the doubt. When people see what other people have went through and they're going through, and they'll be like, I don't want that. I'm saying I like to say we as people have to, need to, and should respect our veterans. We have not seen the things they've seen. We have not dealt with the things that they dealt with. We have not been told the things that they've been told. We have not heard the things that they've heard. When we look on TV and see these little movies they make or we see these uh, different soldiers or just say military personnel on TV that's going through uh, what they're going through, we get the Hollywood touch. The Hollywood touches the stuff, and they try to beautify it. Uh-huh, that's the word I made up. They try to beautify it and or they try to squeeze it down. But it ain't nothing like being a veteran and, no, and look at people and say, you don't have a clue of what I've been through. A veteran will look at you and be like, hmm, don't make me snap. I'm a step away from snapping. You remember that old song that say, don't push me because I'm close to the edge. I'm about to lose my head. Don't, you just don't know what it is to be a veteran. I don't, but I know what it is to have a family member a veteran. I watch. I see. I look. And I sit there sit there peacefully, and I pray, and I just say, Lord, heal, 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 heal. Because could you imagine the conditions that they've lived in? Could you imagine um, being assaulted? Verbally, physically, mentally, emotionally, could you imagine the racism? Could you imagine (laughs) not being able to call your loved ones or go see your loved ones or loved ones stop by and see you? Could you imagine bombs going off over your head every night? I didn't say fireworks. I said bombs, shooting missiles. And could you imagine seeing missiles fall and destroy towns and cities and countries? Could you imagine just seeing people laid out? And don't be a medic or just sit. You sitting by a fellow soldier, a fellow, you know. I guess I say the right soldier, because I'm not military, I don't know what to say. Could you imagine 
could you imagine a nightmare? Could you imagine being to go to sleep? Could you imagine a insomnia? Could you imagine a hurt? Could you imagine a friend they've lost, let alone family members? Could you imagine? Now, some come back, <clears throat> haven't lost anything or, or anything they're willing to share. Most of the time you see them, they have a smile on their face. They, they're so always happy. They, one thing I've noticed about a lot of people that come back from the military, they're givers. I know my sister is. They're givers. You can't outgive them. It's not a contest. It's just they know what it's like to love, to give love, to want to be loved. They know what it's like to have a, a value. They know what it's like to be able to reach out and touch somebody they love. When I look at my sister and I see Veterans Day is in the month of November. Her birthday is in the month of November. So we celebrated all month long. Because, see, when my sister left here in 85, I said, first I lost Stanley, my friend, my dearest friend. Now I'm about to lose my sister. That's what I said. Because I knew that when she came back, she was not going to be my little sister, Cecilia. But one thing I didn't think of at the time, because I really was caught up in what I was losing, I just didn't think of the fact that when she come back, she would not just be my sister, Cecilia, but she would still be my best friend. Because we had a praying mother. Our mother taught us how to pray. Our mother prayed. I remember when my sister was out on the battlefield. My mom woke up. Don't tell me the power of God won't do. She said, I got to talk to my baby. I don't know who she called or who she talked to, but I do know one thing. They had a phone out there to my sister because her mama was on the phone checking on her. Uh When my sister left to go to the Army, and I said I was losing my best friend. I was losing my running buddy. I was losing my road dog. I cried. I prayed. I begged the Lord to bring her back to me in one piece and her right mind. We talk about a lot of things, but it's a lot of things she just don't share. That's why I say, could you imagine? I can't imagine the Sandstorm, uh, what's that, Saudi? I can't imagine uh, the language barrier in Korea, how long it took her to understand. I cannot imagine the language barrier in Germany, how long it took her to communicate and understand. And the other places she's been, I can't imagine. I'm not talking about just in the United States, but the different places she's been. So I'm going to pause right here, and I'm going to ask my sister if she's on the line as a veteran to speak and give us some information about what we as people can do to honor and recognize our veterans. Apostle, are you available? Um, yes, ma'am. Can you hear me? Yes, ma'am. Okay. I would just say that you said it earlier. Um, when you're in the military, you're in the military 365 days a year. And so depending on how long you stayed in, 
that's a long time. When you work a job, you work that job usually eight hours, 12-hour days, 16-hour days. But when you're in the military, it's 24-7. And then you uh, come home after you've been in, and you've gone from 24-7 of being in the military to people recognizing that you were in the military twice a year. And really, you weren't um, in the military twice a year. But that's when you're recognized. And uh, what really blesses me is when I go into places and people uh, say, thank you for your service, I thank them for thanking me. And the reason that I thank them for thanking me is that so many are, well, well, first let me share this uh, quick testimony. I used to get angry when I would see people in battle dress uniform who hadn't spent the day in the military. And then um, I remembered how I was growing up and going into the ring of the greens and the, just going to school, and I realized that that was a different type of battleground. And so then I started realizing that although the people didn't go away with me and others to the United States military, they were still in a battleground. They were still in a combat zone. And so then I stopped being angry with people for wearing basically a uniform that I didn't feel that they were worthy to wear. And then I also looked at the policemen, and I realized how we have relatives that are policemen and women and how they're not honored and they're not recognized for what they do. There, There is no holiday set aside for the policemen, even though um, a lot of times we honor them when we honor the military. So it's it's interesting that they would take the time that you spent in the military 365 days a year, and they would narrow it down to two days, and you only get it narrowed down to two days if you work for the government. If I work in corporate society, I work in private sector, um, and I want to take Veterans Day off or I want to take Memorial Day off, they may tell me, well, you don't have the seniority to take it off, where the people that have the seniority, they sometimes have never been in the military. So I think just recognizing the sacrifices um, that people have made for the country is the beginning of a type of honor and a type of respect that we have lost because we many times have problems honoring and respecting the authority of the mom and of the dad. And I think if we learn how to honor and respect God, we learn how to honor and respect our parents and those that are appointed over us, if we learn how to do that, I don't think we'll have a problem with honoring a veteran because it'll be in us. It'll be in us to honor people because there's there's people that are eating what they want to eat, going to live where they want to live, um, raising their flags, they're taking those things for granted when you can be in another country and you can't eat what you want to eat, you can't go to the church you want to go, you can't even have the religion that you want to have, and these people have done that. They've done what it took to preserve, because that's what it's called, preservation. We've preserved the rights that um, many don't. A lot of politicians have never served, but 
they want to dictate what happens to people that have served the military in the military. Um, how many presidents of the United States of America actually served? Yeah. Just that by itself. How many vice presidents have served? When it used to be, you know, George Washington, Abraham, whoever you were, if you were trying to be in a political party over the United States, you had to have some type of an affiliation with the military. And I'm not saying that everybody that um, the president should um, be in the military, but I think one of their things that they're lacking is the compassion and the empathy for the servicemen and women because they have never experienced it. But you really can still experience it through us if you would allow us to. So I would say the respect, um, the honor, um, the knowledge sharing and all of that, it's really a 365-day-a-year uh, thing. It's not a twice-a-year, and we don't always even get that. If you look around, not every restaurant honors the veteran. Not every housing facility honors the veteran. Uh, not every um, business honors the veteran, but they want the right that the veterans have fought for. So I would just say, honor the veterans. And then I would also say, think about ways that those that were in that may have received a dishonorable discharge, is there a way that we can give them an honorable discharge? Is there a way that we can restore them? I'm not saying that everybody can go from being a dishonorable discharge to an honorable one, but there are some that can, and we shouldn't have to fill out paperwork after we get out to be seen at the VA. They have something called the DEERS program. I believe as soon as we get out, we should automatically not uh, filling out applications, not do. You should automatically be enrolled in the VA. And if you decide to use it, you do. But it should be something automatic because if I sign that dotted line and I join the military now when I'm out, no, automatically made part of my transition is that I'm in processing the VA. That is what I would say. Amen. Amen. I agree with that 100%. I agree with that. And that's something I didn't mention. Like I said, I don't know all things, but that's something I did mention earlier, that we we could put in for two weeks or three weeks or a 30-day vacation at our job. We could put in for a leave of absence, whether it's medical or educational. We could put in for a day off, a call in, but it's not like that in the military. No matter how sick you are, get up and get on post and get on duty. Is there anyone else on the line that would like to speak about uh, being a veteran or the things that they notice about veterans or how to honor a veteran? If so, please speak now. Okay, well, we just want to say thank you all for joining us on tonight. I can't mention everybody's name in my family who's a veteran because I don't want to leave anybody out. I don't want to forget about everyone that was uh, in my family or ones that I know that has passed on and went on to meet the Lord because I don't want to leave anybody out. So I would just say to all of my uncles, aunties, brothers, sisters, cousins, friends, nieces, nephews, neighbors, anybody and everybody I know that are veterans, God brother, God sister, MC brother, sister, anybody, happy Veterans Day. I thank you. I salute you. I give you honor, and I love you because you did something that I didn't do. You put your life on the line worldwide when I did. Put my life on the line 
for my country. So I thank you again. So thank you for listening to me tonight. Thank you for letting me pour my heart out to you. Thank you for allowing God to use me to communicate with you. Um, I hope that if you heard anything on tonight, you heard about giving honor where it's due. It shouldn't be a special reason, a special need to honor our veterans. They are should be honored every day of their life because every day of their life, when they signed up for the military and they went in, they worked for us. We don't know how many hours of sleep they lost. We don't know how many hours of sleep they got. We don't know what it was like to have to go into the hills or fields or or whatever. We don't know how much the stuff weighed on their back. We could barely carry the weight on our back with a shirt on with all the weight we got on our waist and the rest of us. I'm just saying that to say, we don't know. Again, could you imagine? Could you imagine? I can't. I can't. Could you imagine? Thank you for tuning in this Friday night at 9 p.m. Central Standard Time. 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Please share tonight's service with someone. Hopefully it will bless them. Uh, Come back next Friday. We'll see what the Lord has for us to share at 9 p.m. Central Standard Time, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, Thank you all for just taking the time out. Um, Come back Sunday morning, 9.30 a.m. Central Standard Time. 10.30 10.30 p.m., I'm sorry, a.m., uh, Eastern Standard Time. Come back to hear our very own Apostle Elect, Dr. Cecilia Kaiser, speak to you from her heart. Come back Monday night at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, 9 p.m. It's going to be the Eastern Standard Time. If you all come back, Servant Pastor Troy Thomas will be our speaker uh, for the second Monday of the month, if you come back on Wednesday at 4 p.m. Central Standard Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, you will hear me, again, Minister Sylvia Kaiser, minister with, um, uh, what I call it, Wisdom Wednesday, to see what God has placed on my heart to share. Basically, Wednesdays is talking about um, letting people know, if God could save a wretched soul like mine, a wretched person like me, he could save anybody. We don't have to be perfect or try to get it together to go see God because we will, if he's calling you, it's already together. He just wants to perfect it and develop it. That's it. I want you all to know that our foundational scripture is Matthew 6 and 33. To seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. If you would love to, Come back and call. What I mean by come back and call, come back to your senses and call in on the prayer line at 605-313-4818, access code 647-147, access code 647-147. That is the prayer line for Pastor Linda Handy. If you would like to call Sister Carmen's prayer line, that's 605-313-4284, 605-313-4284. Access code is 528-2607. Access code is 528-2607. Reverend Festus Johnson has a text prayer line. You can text your prayers to him at 331 331- Two four four zero zero seven nine three three one two four four zero zero seven nine. We love you all with the love of the Lord. There's nothing you can do about it. I pray that you get some rest on the night. I pray that something was said that blessed you on tonight. I pray that you give thanks and glory and repent and talk to God on tonight. I thank God for the opportunity to share about us notifying veterans that we 
appreciate them, we love them, we see them, we honor them, we respect them. Because a lot of them is out here, they're asking on the corners for some change, they're doing this, doing that, and most of us are walking by like we don't see them. You would jump if a dog barked at a gate. If someone asks you for some change, if you have it, if you spare it, give it. If you don't, just say, I'm sorry, I don't have it, but God bless you. A smile and just acknowledge that someone can go a long way. You'll never know because I'm going to tell you one thing before I leave. In 1985, I had a bad motorcycle accident, and my foot was cut in half. And with everything that went on, nobody wanted to help me, but this homeless man came to my rescue. You never know where an angel is. I've never seen that man since. I've never seen him before that. But you never know where an angel is in your midst. Stop ignoring people. My sister loves to bless people. She, when people ask her, for, she have little gift bags she give out, and she put money in it. This man asked her one time for some change, and she went to give him the bag. He was so upset he wouldn't take the bag, but he missed out on a big dollar blessing. Yeah. I wanted to get outside the car and say, ma'am, you got some change, pass me the bag. <laughs> I'm just saying, you never know. When somebody's trying to bless you, all blessings ain't going to come in your hand where you can see it. Some they may be hidden. God, that's why God says, seek him like a treasure, a hidden treasure. Seek him. Stop asking why, why, why. Seek God like a treasure. So good night, everybody. Thank you for joining in. Good night.